Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, where we'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. This week we talk with senior Luke Lena, a safety from the football team, about growing up as a fan of the Mayak, what he has in common with Tommy basketball player, his favorite sports memory, and much more. You can subscribe to Tommy Talks wherever you get your podcasts, and if you love it, please give us a five-star rating. Now, here's our conversation with Luke Lena on another edition of Tommy Talks. Luke, you've seen a lot here at St. Thomas, but I want to go back to the beginning of your journey to St. Thomas. Why did you choose to become a Tommy? Um, my act football was something I was raised on. My dad played at Hamlin. Um, also, one of my uncles played at Hamlin, and then a Another uncle of mine played at Gustavus, so growing up, I was going to Mayak games on Saturdays with my dad all the time, um, and something I really wanted to be a part of. I thought it was just a cool environment, and schools were cool. I liked the rivalries that they had, and I had a really good connection with Coach Caruso and Coach Walsh, who was the defensive backs coach who recruited me at the time, and that, that was something I wanted to be a part of, a uh, good balance of football and business school and some good football. Yeah, you say that you grew up cheering for and watching Mayak football, but it seems like everybody grew up here cheering for the Gophers, and that was everybody's dream. But So it was a little different for you. You knew exactly what you were getting with Mayak football. Yep. That's pretty cool. So your dad played at Hamlin, right? Correct. Um, he, did he have a good career there? And yeah, you don't have to say yes just because he's probably going to listen. I know, but he did. He's he's in their Hall of Fame. I've seen his plaque on the wall, so that's there's okay. some validation to his career. Was he pushing you to maybe become a piper also? Um, he wasn't pushing me. He understood they they're not as good now as they were when he was playing. So yeah. he understood my my reasoning for coming here. <laughs> well, I'm glad you, that you're here. When you knew that you wanted, were going to play D3, and obviously you you liked that thought. When you heard that they were making the transition to Division One, what went through your mind? Um, it was it was a interesting announcement, I'd say for sure. To for a better way to put it, um. I don't know. It was something that I had never expected coming here. I came here. I loved the, the Bethel rivalry, the Tommy Johnny stuff. But at the same time, being a competitor, I was excited for the opportunity to, you know, have important games yeah. every single week and be able to travel and be able to face great teams and be in new environments. Yeah, new. Everything was new, right? Especially last year. When did you finally settle in and think, okay? We are here, we belong here, and we can compete at this level. Yeah, I would say um, the first half of Northern Iowa. Granted, the game didn't finish like we were close to it, but going in at halftime, understanding that we were down two touchdowns, we held a team with a first-round draft pick on their offensive line to 17 points in the first half, and we're a couple plays away from making it a one-touchdown game at halftime. So that's where I felt that like our team in the locker room with Coach K just understood that we can hang and that we're good enough it's validated that we can play at that level what has been one of the differences for you in year two with that experience behind you and knowing that you can play has there been any differences in year two versus year one um I'd say just a little bit less pressure on us at this point we understand what we have to do the preparation the travel all of those sorts of things kind of just make it a little more comfortable the second time around. Uh, this team, especially in football, I mean, the university itself won a ton at, at, in the Mayak competitions. But football, I mean, you guys were the top dogs every year, right? You and St. John's, you were fighting for it. Now you go from that, from being the top dogs, to maybe being an underdog. Was that different for you guys at all? 
Um, I would say it was. Um, I mean, every team in the MIAC was like we were scheduled on every homecoming, that sort of thing. Everyone yeah. was. They always had their most fans, it felt like, when we were coming to play. Um, but at the same time, we're still focused on us all the time, so we're not necessarily worried about what these other teams have to say about us. And after the first year, I feel like at this point, we're again, now we're not sneaking up on anybody after what we did last year. They know that we're coming to play. Yeah, and they know what they're going to face in that defense. What is it about this defense, this St. Thomas defense, that makes you guys so good? Um, I would say it starts with Coach K. He's a, he's a mastermind, so – um, but besides that, it's just all of us understanding that we can't be anybody other than ourselves and trying to do our individual roles. Once one of us tries to do somebody else's job, that's when our unit starts to break down. So just performing our responsibilities to the best of our ability, trusting each other to do their th- their job, that's what allows us to be the best we can be. As a safety, are you kind of the quarterback of the defense? Are you helping set everybody in that position? Um, I, I handle the the coverage aspect of it more so um our inside linebacker tommy shellstead he's the one who makes the call in the huddle and then our another guy john bunce makes our strength call so there's a bunch of moving parts on there but once guys start moving around and the passing aspect on the back half and the coverages that's that's what i do when did you start to feel comfortable with that it was it a year two three last year this week um yeah that was honestly sophomore year about halfway through like right before St. John's which is kind of a coincidence because that's when I busted my collarbone up was that week but Mm. that's when I felt that week in practice I finally like it clicked for me I felt like I was able to play fast and thinking about it wasn't slowing me down at that point I was already like anticipating ready for all that sort of stuff and there's just a lot of moving parts so like kind of not being on the reactive when stuff happens and they motion and I got to make another call, like almost expecting that to do that was mm-hmm. like a way to slow it down for me. Is that film study for you or just recognizing it as it happens on the field? Yeah, it's it's a lot of film study. And just honestly, for me, something that helped was just like a pen and paper, drawing up formations and drawing up coverages. And like, okay, if this guy goes here, we got to do this. And if this guy goes there, we got to do that. Yeah. So St. John's obviously a, a huge rival for the Tommies, but also uh, where your brother goes to yep. school. So he's a long snapper on the football team? He is, yep. Okay, so um, what is that like in the house? Is there? I mean, you guys don't play each other anymore, but was is it a rivalry for you guys? Um, not really. Um, we're we're happy for each other. He's, he's their long snapper up there, and they're a great football team, so it's fun to be able to talk with him and tune in when I can to see him make sure he doesn't sail it over the punter's side um but it's funny too for my dad because he was Hamlin so he grew up despising the purple and despising the red so yeah it's funny to see him now go into games and those colors but we're just happy for each other to be able to watch and see each other have some success yeah blood runs deeper than colors right exactly yeah it's exactly right uh did your mom play sports at all so she was a gymnast growing up. Um, she went to Bloomington Jefferson, and uh, then she went to the U of M, and she taught some gymnastics. But yeah, she's she teaches FIAD now at Washburn High School, so she's, oh, nice. sports has been a part of her life too. Yeah, so when you guys all get together, are you out there playing backyard football, or what's the? are you guys competitive? Um, as a family, we're not – we're not all too competitive. We like to watch. I'd say that's our biggest thing. We love watching the Vikings. The Timberwolves was a really fun run to watch this past year yeah. with my parents. They hadn't seen them be good in a long time. So being able to hang out with them and watch that was fun. But I'd say we're we're sort of competitive. Like we'll get together, play some darts, play some pool. But we're not 
the most competitive family, yeah. I would say. Who's the best dart player? Definitely not my younger brother. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> that's all you know. Yeah, that's all I know. Landon is out. He's mm-hmm. not the best dart player. So you went to Dinah High School. You played with Anders Nelson. I did. Yeah, playing basketball. Uh, that must have been fun for you guys both to come to St. Thomas as well. Yep. So uh, Durs and I have actually been best friends since kindergarten. We oh, were in the wow, same kindergarten really? class. So okay. I've known him since we were five years old. We yeah. went elementary, middle school, high school, college, all the way through. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun coming here together and just – um, we honestly did come here for different reasons. Like it wasn't yeah. like him and I were a package deal or anything like that. <laughs> we both had found things that we loved about the programs we were going to and the coaches and the cultures of our teams. So it was fun to be here together and go through that transition too. Yeah, do you feel like you're missing a limb now that Durs is at William and Mary? I don't. I'm I'm really <laughs> happy for the kid. He was he was looking for an opportunity like that yeah excited for him to go do that yeah i'm excited for him too he, he was great getting to know durs last year and, and fun to watch him play mm-hmm. um let's talk a little bit off the field uh somebody that you and i both know daryl thompson who runs yep. boulder options tell us a little bit about what you do with them uh, as you volunteer with boulder options yep so i grew up playing uh aau travel basketball with dt's son race so yeah. i've known their family since i was in sixth grade and um yeah, it just allows me to give back to people that are less fortunate than I was growing up, whether it's helping out, like setting up garage sales or goodie bags or back-to-school stuff, just being able to go help them out. Business management, what what do you want to do with that? Um, At this point, I don't really know, to be honest. I I didn't want to get, like, the, the business management degree, too, was the general business more so than, like, a f- concentration in finance or supply chain or something like that was... I just didn't have something that was really calling to me or tugging me in one direction. So I went with the general business and then a psychology minor. Just that's something that fascinates me in sports psych starting to become a bigger thing. So I think at the end of the day, it'll be something in coaching, something in the business world, whether it's sales or something like that, some sort of management role. But for the time being, I don't know. So no dream job necessarily? It was to be a sports agent. And then I realized I didn't quite have the ACT to go to law school. So that one <laughs> went away kind of quickly. But Yeah. Well, you don't seem slimy enough to be a sports agent to <laughs> me. I'm just kidding, sports agents. I'm just kidding. They're not all slimy. <laughs> um, but you would love to stay in sports if you can. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the campus a little bit. Where's your favorite spot on campus? It was. Um, half the people at the school probably don't even know about it, but Scooters was my favorite spot. Yeah. And then a close second was Tees. There still is Tees, but honestly, my favorite spot ever at UST was the bins, which was the cafeteria over on South Campus next to the Educational Center in McCarthy. That cafeteria was that's still, even though it's not here anymore, that's my favorite spot on yeah. campus. Was it just the variety of food that they had, or yep, that's where had, all your people were? They had, like, a sandwich bar, and they'd have Fridays was pastrami for lunch. Oh, okay. And they had, like, a build-your-own ice cream station, and they had a burger bar. They they yeah. had it figured out over there. So all of these places have to deal with food, so you, you like your food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a cook at all, Do you ma- or are you just a consumer? I'd say I'm more of a consumer. It's not the the act of cooking that I dislike. It's the 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 grocery shopping and the time it takes where it's yeah. pretty easy for me to just go to Chipotle. Yeah, right? And it's so good mm-hmm. and you didn't have to put in any work. You just had to fork over some money. Exactly. Um I always saw the football team last year at the men's basketball games. Yep. You guys were loud and proud. Heck uh, yeah. What are the sporting events, the other Tommy teams that you love to go cheer for? Uh uh-huh. 
shoot, that was really the one that I was just most dedicated to. I yeah. I grew up with a lot of those guys actually. So I played with Riley Miller. I grew up playing with Zach Tyson. I grew up with Anders. Um, grew up playing against Ryan Lindbergh, Parker Bjorkland. I played basketball with two growing up. So there's yeah. just a lot of connections there. That that was that was my guys. Those were the squad. So I thought that shoot but since i've been here even in the d3 days i don't know how many i could probably count on my hand how many home games i've missed that's that's my favorite thing to go to and flash a student id and sit courtside for a division one game isn't too bad of a gig so you grew up as a uh, minnesota fan vikings timberwolves twins all of those oh yeah do you have a favorite sports moment with those guys Hands down, uh, my dad and I were at the Minneapolis Miracle game. Oh, you were! And it was incredible because we were also at the Blair Walsh missed field goal game at TCF Bank that was like negative six degrees. Yeah. And both times, my dad, lifelong, like he was at the like, Gary Anderson, Morton Anderson, whatever the kicker was who one missed Andersons, that one yeah. against the Falcons. He was there, so he's been through it all. So Blair Walsh game, he was up facing away from the field. He just expected it. Yeah. And then he was also facing away from the field for the Diggs touchdown at the Miracle. So being able to stand next to him at both of those moments, yeah. that that's the best Minnesota sports when moment. When did I your dad remember. turn around? Once he heard me screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that that's a pretty cool part to, thing to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Denver. I'm a big Broncos fan, as anybody who knows who's listened to this podcast. So when uh, Anderson missed that field goal, that was a big deal because the Broncos ended up playing the Falcons that yep. year, and I thought for sure if they played the Vikings, they were going to lose because that was a very good Vikings oh, yeah. team. They were so good. Um, but there is something. Did that Minneapolis miracle help kind of shed the feeling that it's always going to go wrong for the Minnesota teams? It was a little glimmer of hope, but, I mean, shoot, next week we go play Philly and lose 38-7. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was – and we started that game pretty great, like march down, touchdown, and then we got a three and out, and then they hung 38 in a row. So, like, <laughs> it's just kind of the life. I'm trying not to be my father as an ordinary Minnesota fan, but yeah. I think it's it's on the verge. Of being well, because you've done a lot of winning in your life mm-hmm. at Edina and then, of course, here at St. Thomas. So you have a little different perspective. Right. Yeah. yeah. I would say, I would say um, yeah, being at UST is definitely – gave me a different perspective of what it's like playing sports than rooting for my teams that I like to root for. Uh, Do you have a favorite food besides one that you don't have to cook? I love chicken wings. Any flavor. Yeah. That's my favorite Spicy? Can you go spicy? I can go spicy. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Just as long as it's on a wing, you're you're down. Traditional, bone-in with some blue cheese. It doesn't matter what flavor. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, Are you a TV guy or a book guy at all? Yeah. I like, I love TV shows and movies. Um, Breaking Bad is my favorite all time. Yeah. Uh, Better Call Saul, have you gotten into that one too? I haven't gotten into that one yeah, yet. Yeah, I haven't watched either one. I know I haven't. I get that look a lot from people who's, when I haven't seen Bake, Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. but it, it's a must watch. I would say so. Have you rewatched it or did you just watch it in real time as it came out? I'm kind of like a. I'll do kind of like The Office. So The Office is like my other, like my fire and ice. That's yeah. my other favorite TV show. <laughs> um, and it's with The Office, you can go back and watch any episode. It doesn't really matter which one you're at. But yeah. that's what I'm kind of doing with Breaking Bad. It's like bouncing around, picking episodes. But oh, interesting. Right now I'm on Winning Time, the Lakers show Yeah. on HBO. That's That one's got me right now. Yeah, that one I've heard is also really good. Um, what's your favorite movie of all time? Mm-hmm. It's a tie, I'd say, between Dark Knight 
and Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Two pretty good and two pretty different stories. Uh, what do you like about Shawshank Redemption? Um, my favorite scene is when he's playing the classical music and he locks the warden out of the office. That's just a great, like, stick it to that guy because he's yeah. – they do such a good job of just, like, making you despise characters in that movie. <laughs> that, yeah. That's a good scene. Um, so here – this is your last year of football. What do you want your legacy to be as you move on from St. Thomas? Yeah, um, I've played with a lot of people here with the D3 era and then – Coming in now with two new Division One classes, I just want to be known as a guy that was like generous and kind, that was trying to bring dudes along and help them when they were struggling, whether it's in life, whether it's in school, football. Just a guy that was outgoing and open-minded to help wherever people were at get them to a better spot. That seems like a great legacy to leave. Uh, Luke, always appreciate your time. Great to see you as always, and best of luck the rest of this year. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.